Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia. You know, basically wanted to get to some other styles of play as opposed to the quicker and upper tempo no huddle. You know, just some things that we can look at and examine as we move forward really more than anything. Mike Danger. It is the assumption of rational coaching. I think Sean McDermott's in over his head. It wouldn't shock me if Sean Payton came in and outcoached him on Monday night as well, just knowing that he's coaching scared. Gene Bataglia. As gloomy as it looks right now for this Buffalo. Buffalo Bills team. The Bills should win Monday night, and then you cannot tell me that Zach Wilson is going to come in and do a number on the team. Things will look better two weeks from now. This is the league danger. Up, down, up, down. Broncos country. Let's ride. 3-2 the final. Carolina victorious in overtime. After closing for election day, the NBA returns tonight with a full schedule. The second edition of the college football playoff rankings were released last night. What Connor Stallions was up to. 95.7 FM and AM 950 The Fan, Rochester. Good afternoon. Welcome on into the sports bar. You found Rochester's only local sports talk show. We're glad you're with us and listening along at 95.7 FM, AM 950. Inside the free-to-download Odyssey app, even on your smart device when you ask it to play 95.7 The Fan. And on the video stream, you can watch the sports bar at The Fan Rochester, our YouTube channel. Also on Twitch at the Fan Rochester. I'm Mike Danger over there. That's Gene Pataglia. Different Wednesday here today because usually you're in a rhythm and you know, hey, on Mondays we review. On Tuesdays we do survive in advance. We talk to Perino. We talk to Amherst head coach Seth Zappin. And on Wednesdays we normally react to what's happening at One Bills Drive. Not today. No, there's uh, no practice today with the team uh, being uh, playing on Monday night. They push everything. Yeah, I was back just thinking there. to myself, is this the the last like Wednesday night where we don't have? It feels like a weird Wednesday night where there's not as much action, and there is action. There's NBA action. Fourteen there's, games. Yeah, the there's. Tonight, yeah. I mean, last night felt weird because there wasn't any NBA games. Like I was kind of like wondering, like. Wait a minute. And then I'm like, oh, right. It's election day. That's the NBA's thing. We're not going to play games on election day. We want everybody to, all of our fans to go out for election day. I'm like, okay. Well, I, I, kind of that's... weird that I, I just like didn't, I, I was missing the NBA last night. Felt like a missed opportunity. To me, don't mix sports and other things and like, you and I work and most people work. And yes, by law, you're allowed to take a few hours off to vote. Mm-hmm. So why do you need the whole day off to vote for the NBA? <laughs> That's just my question here. What are, what are you really saying with that? Are you saying don't give NBA players an excuse to not work? Because I think that's what they've done. They've given them an excuse to not work. Now, it, it makes it look like they have an agenda, but I'll just say that that's you know yeah, you're going a little bit farther than I am. I'm just saying that you know, like if you give an NBA put the NBA notorious for their load management, if you give the NBA a reason to not work, they will take that reason and they will. I it. would caution the NBA and look at all the warning signs that are happening because you have a lot of talent in this league. But when it comes to athletes like James Harden and to a certain degree, LeBron, we just kind of tune out after a while. There was a time when the NHL, I know this is funny, in the era of Michael Jordan, the NHL and the NBA were on equal footing. Sure were. And the NHL went to the neutral zone trap. It was a crap product, and nobody, everybody kind of went over to the NBA. And wow, uh, you would never think that the NHL could possibly catch up to the NBA. Well, there's other options out there. for like I enjoy NBA basketball. A lot of people do, but... 
To me, last night, I'm like, oh, I forgot. There's there's no games tonight because it's election. I completely forgot about that little NBA wrinkle that there were no games on their schedule. But it was fine. I was more than happy to watch the Sabres compete. Uh, and the Sabres gave, gave an effort uh, against... Carolina, they got one uh, in, in overtime loss. River, the kazoo effect. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I've got that for you. Okay, Gito. thank you, you. You don't have to. They, they got one point uh, last night with the overtime loss. Oh, I know what sound effect you can play next. How many wins in a row is this for Carolina over Buffalo in Carolina? <clears throat> Nine times. Yeah, they have their number. But it was in overtime. It was really a long shift and an inability to change early in overtime that led to some heavy legs and Carolina making the most of their opportunity. So mid-November, here we are, and the Sabres are 500. Okay, 6-6-1, six, six and one, kind of you'd hope for a little bit better. It's not the end of the world. Here's what I'm going to say is promising about the Sabres. Years past, uh, we gave up a lead. Mm-hmm. And, and they would just kind of slump. And, and the, once, some, once a team gets up, that's it. Last two games, the Sabres have either been down by one or have given up goals, and they fought back every time with a quick answer. Toronto, it resulted in two points. Last night, hey, we're down one nothing. Bam, 1-1. One, one. Cool. What a play by Tuck. Uh, down 2-1. Bam, what a play by Darlene. You didn't get that years past this sure. mental toughness. I, I think that, that if it's a one-goal deficit, there's a lot of fight in this team. If it gets beyond a one-goal deficit, I think there's a realistic... We have to have a real exp- They're not built to climb out of two goal, three goal deficits. You say why though? They should be. The, they yeah, yeah. should be, but I still see some of that, ugh, some of that lack of get up and go. And you saw it as recently as Friday night when Philadelphia, well, Philadelphia just absolutely yeah. throttled them. Right? I was completely off on that one. I thought, okay, the Sabers were bad the previous game, but they still got the two points. They're gonna no that they they have problems with uh, teams like that. So. We're still very early on. Uh, we'll talk uh, hockey in the 4 o'clock hour today. Welcoming in, first time, long time, we've had him back in, Joey Yurden from the Bleacher Report. We'll get his thoughts on you know what's happening up in Buffalo. Sabres are next in action Friday night against Minnesota. Also on tap here in the sports bar, brought to you by Three Heads. On tap at Three Heads Brewing, cranberry, grape, sour ale, tart cranberries, New York State grapes, coming together to make a delicious treat. Get yours at Three Heads Brewing on Atlantic Avenue today. And, Mark this on your calendar, put a little uh, note in your phone uh, a week from Friday, our next Friday football talk live from Three Heads Jets Week. Yeah, and we can't announce it yet, but, you know, like if I had to pick like one favorite show every year at Three Heads, it's the draft day, right? Because we're all excited and it's spring and it's great and everybody hangs out after hours. So it's, it's, it's a phenomenal day in April. This is going to be really cool on the 17th because what we're working on and what we're partnering up and how you can come out, there's going to be all sorts of things. So we're not ready to kind of announce it yet, but guests on site, cool things that are going to be happening. And uh, Well, you remember last year when we collaborated with DeBella's, Three Heads and DeBella's collaborated yep. and they released uh, a, a specialty beer, the, the chocolate chip cookie stout, which was Oh my God. I mean, it, first of all, DeBella's chocolate chip cookies, can we all agree? Like, pretty fantastic. I don't know that there's a better chocolate chip cookie going in our area. But then you pair you pair that with the three heads knowledge of creating humble like the beer was. It was dessert in a glass. It was fantastic. I remember they came in here. Oh, it was like, wow. Oh, we're spoiled. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely spoiled. Think along those lines that we'll have that kind of an event coming up here a week from Friday at Three Heads. We're looking forward to that. Our next Friday football talk live and hope we get the chance to see you on Atlantic Avenue there in the neighborhood of the arts at Three Heads Brewing uh, for Friday football talk live. We'll be joined later this hour. Uh, by P.J. Glasser, the host of BetQL's Send It In, Odyssey Sports betting insider and insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all of the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Yeah, it, to me, whenever we talk to P.J., it's the first, okay, we're, we're looking ahead to not just the bills, but everything else that's happening this weekend that we can bet on, including college football. You've got Bama, Kentucky. You've got Georgia, Ole Miss. And the one I know a lot of us are going to be paying attention to, Penn State, at what point are you going to beat one of these two teams? 
Penn State hosting Michigan. You can do the nation a favor, okay? Because if you beat Michigan and Ohio State beats Michigan, we don't have to worry about, well, does Michigan deserve to be here with the scandal going on, blah, blah, blah. So I'm curious to get PJ's thoughts here. Is this finally going to be the time that Penn State gets off the mat and beats an opponent like this? Yeah, and you mentioned it. There's a lot of action uh, tonight in the NBA as well. Maybe we'll get some winners uh, from tonight's action in the NBA from PJ when he joins us coming up here at 325. You can join us on the Good Smoke Barbecue and Pub Wingman line, 585-866-4FAN, 866-4326, if you want to pull up a stool here in the sports bar. Yeah, quick thank you. I don't know if he's listening or not. I know he's in town, but uh, one of our regulars, Chris from South Central Kentucky. You don't know if he's listening. He's always <laughs> listening. He's always, always listening. Always. This is why we love listening. him. He yeah. is in the upper echelon of our regulars. He listens more than anybody I think we know that listens. He listens more than the executive producer. That's a fact, I think. It, it is a fact. Yeah. Uh, we got to thank our buddy, Chris. Chris, one of our regulars who uh, went out of his way yesterday to drop off some goodies here at the sports bar. And he waited for us during break. So that was kind of very cool. So, Chris, appreciate you, buddy. And uh, yeah, I, back I, most shows have a producer, somebody that you could, you know, hey, uh, we're in the middle of a show. Okay, producer, can you run out and, and grab uh, Chris? He, he dropped off some beers for us, some some bourbon barrel Kentucky ales. Like, okay, mm-hmm. let's go. Uh, uh, milk, milk stouts, I want to say. Yeah. Bourbon barrel milk stouts. Um, good stuff that will taste fantastic on Thanksgiving. I can't wait to enjoy those. You're really going to wait till Thanksgiving? Well, I mean, I'm going to save one for okay. Thanksgiving. <laughs> um, but but we appreciate you stopping by, Chris. We appreciate you listening. We appreciate all of you listening. And, and you can also uh, engage with us and interact on Twitter, uh, on Elon's Twitter, X, at the fan Rochester as well. Yeah. Um, gosh, Thanksgiving's only 15 days away. <laughs> God. Say it yeah. all the time. It goes by yeah, really fast. It does go by fast. Um, all right. So listen, uh, last night when we were signing off, uh, we one of our regulars, one of our favorites, really a sports bar legend. <laughs> you you noticed this. I didn't catch it until I had to do a double take. You're like, oh my God, go look at Aaron Schatz's Twitter feed. <laughs> Now, if you don't know who Aaron Schatz is, uh, DVOA, that's his metric. He came up with this metric, Football Outsiders. I don't know that he's still with Football Outsiders. I don't know exactly what he's doing, but the guy's an analytics nerd. He knows what he's doing. Like, Do we consider him kind of the godfather of football analytics? He's one of the best. Yeah, it, like he was like way ahead of the curve on this, and he, you know, a lot of people quote Aaron. So you, he's one of those people. Danger, you have to listen to what he says. You may say, "Oh, analytics." Uh, I rather prefer eye test. We could have that all debate, but you must pay attention to what Aaron Schatz has to say. And I, I am learning uh, the more I, I learn about Aaron Schatz. He and I were essentially, you know, the same person. He, like I. Um, ex radio DJ Aaron Schatz. What truth? It's in his. It's in his bio. So what happened to you? <laughs> well, I'm, I, I didn't create DVOA, and I, I'm not an analytics expert for ESPN or the NFL. But uh, Aaron knows his stuff. Anyways, if you're not familiar with Aaron Schatz and you're a football fan, get get with it. Get with Aaron Schatz. Get with the, his DVOA metric. Um, Master stroke went out of his way direct directly to ask Aaron Schatz uh, on his Twitter feed as a Bills fan everyone wants our offensive coordinator fired because our offense looks horrible lately yet we are still number 2 in offensive DVOA what is keeping us ranked so high when we don't pass the eye test i love I love this question because we, you know, you could say you're an analytics guy. You can say you're an eye test guy. You could say that you like to, you know, kind of dabble in well, both. I think that's a fairly legitimate question. And we saw the offense kind of struggle at times. Look at the giant game. Look at the second half of the Buccaneer game. Look at all the three drives in that game against the Bengals. So this isn't what you would consider a top shelf offense in this league but yet from the eye test from the eye test right right because the eye test says they're not performing up to what we expect them to perform so aaron's response to masterstroke the early part of the season boosts the bills offense in dvoa but they still rank third 
in the last four weeks. They have the highest success rate in the NFL. The big problems are, one, the lack of explosive plays, and two, poor fumble timing and recovery luck. But the defense is the real issue, not the offense. Now, I I didn't pull up the DVOA on the Bills' defense to see exactly where they are ranked, but to hear that from an analytics guy, the, the, the guy that created DVOA, uh, which I believe stands for defensive value over average. Very good. Okay. Um, th- to hear that is a little bit comforting and alarming at the same time. Because we've spent a lot of time, based on our eyes, being critical of the Bills offense. And I think a lot of that criticism is is fair and it's warranted. But I also think that all of the talk that we're spending on the offense is shielding the Bills and their head coach from the real issue, which is the team's defense. And I know, I know there's an excuse built in there. Nobody planned on these injuries. Nobody wanted these injuries. Obviously, you can't predict when an injury is going to happen or how impactful those injuries are. But we were always told... Next man up. We love our depth. Man, look at the depth. The depth is great on this team. Wait, we are set. We have depth. We have depth at corner. We have depth at linebacker. We have depth, depth, depth. Next man up. We're going to be fine. No, we're not. No, we're not. You had Josh Norman out on the field at the end of the game. Case closed. <laughs> There's not another you team that would have Linval Joseph off of his couch because Tim Settle and Puna Ford ain't cutting it. You, you've got issues. You're, you, uh, Tyrell Dodson is not the answer. He wasn't the answer in the preseason. We saw it with our eyes. We knew it. And he's not the answer. Oh, God, I hope Terrell Bernard's okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, or get ready for A.J. Klein coming up Monday oh, night. The, it, God. Although uh, A.J. Klein, his biggest game ever in the pros? Came against Mr. Unlimited. Ah, well, there we go. So okay. AJ Klein, that's the secret weapon yeah. this week. Then, no, the point I'd like to make on this danger is: Do can, is it fair to say Sean McDermott knows defensive football? Sure. Yes, of course he does. He knows this, ain't it? He's looking up close. He knew Kyrie Elam. Like, why would you make him inactive? He didn't have an ankle injury week one. He knows that he really didn't have an answer at middle linebacker and like, unless it's Bernard, and Bernard, they unleashed at the right time. But next man up, there isn't a next man up in a lot of these instances, particularly at linebacker. So to me, this is where the root of the complementary football, we have the defense that needs a little help. Hey, can you help us out here, offense, and alter the style? And that style has not been altered uh, to everyone's liking here because it's not resulting in victories so far. So that's really the root of this problem is that McDermott kind of recognizes, I think, that his defense needs a break here or there. And in his answer to Matt Perino, when Perino asked him uh, on Zoom uh, earlier this week, hey, the, you know, the, go, playing complementary football, does that come at the expense of what you like to do on offense? And McDermott gave a thoughtful, well-breezed answer, and he said, well, sometimes with complementary football, you, you, there's one side of the football that uh, you know needs to be picked up, whether it's injuries or there. Okay, well, that, that was the key right there. There are no injuries on the offense, unless you want to say Josh Allen's shoulder, but he's out there. There are many injuries on defense, so that's kind of what's happening with this Bills team right now is that you're trying to alter style on the fly, and I don't think it's working. I also think that through their words in the media this week, uh, this is the the the, ten, the the dog following the dog's eyes following the tennis ball, right? Like, hey, look over here, look over here, check, check, check. We're we're all following the narrative that they're putting out there that the offense needs to get into a rhythm. The offense is the problem. The offense is the problem. The reality is the offense isn't great, but it's not as bad as I think we are being led to believe and that it's really the defense. So pay attention to what's going on with the offense and the offense isn't doing their job. They're not playing complimentary football the way we want them to play. Instead of saying, yeah, we've we've got a lot of work to do on defense and these guys that we're asking to step up, they need to step up. We need more out of these guys that that were the depth pieces that we were so excited about in the preseason and, and during training camp. 
So I, I, uh, I, man, I love that Masterstroke did that. I love that he reached out. I love that he got a response. Do we allow Masterstroke for that back into the sports guys? You banned him. He, he, well, I banned him because nobody likes when when you're right. And he was not only right; he was exactly right last season when he picked the Bills and the Ravens. Yeah, it's going to be a tough game, but I actually like the Bills in a low-scoring game, uh, like 23-20. to 20. We've always figured out how to stop their offense, uh, thankfully. Not completely, but we seem to have always had a decent time against Lamar Jackson. And I, they always seem to be a lot lower scoring than usual. I just have a feeling it's going to be lower scoring. And the Bills will be right around their spread with a three-point win somewhere in there. But I like them in the low, low 20s, somewhere there. Insane. It's possible, Master Stroke, but we're going to hold you accountable one way or the other. So uh, you've got them <laughs> winning something that they don't, normally don't do, a close game uh, against the Ravens. You say 23-20 on Sunday. I do. That old for the last eight has got to end somewhere. <laughs> and I think it ends this week. Kind of, kind of feels like history repeating itself. Bills can't win one-score games <laughs> this year, and that was where they were last year when they were 0-8 before they beat the Ravens. Exactly twenty three to twenty. He didn't realize he did it. Wasn't his classic. I've got a gut feeling, but I've got a feeling. Yeah, I got a feeling. Yeah, he picked him right on the button. Okay, the, you're not coming in here to give us right predictions. Right. We not want you to be wildly inaccurate. We want you to have. You know what? In, in a way, we kind of need the Bills for Master Strokes legend to evolve. We kind of need down years for the Bills. If the Bills start stinking again. And I'm saying like within the next five years, let's say that they don't retool the way we know they need to retool or the guys that they retool with are just a bunch of slappies and it doesn't go well. And McDermott, you know, flounders and and things don't look good for the team. We need rose colored glasses, masterstroke to come in here and say, no, guys, everything's fine. No, really, everything is fine. This team is going to win. No, everything McDermott does is right on. Everything he's doing is is right it's on. In a defensive tackle position. Puna Ford and Tim Settle. Oh, so How excited. do you get yeah. all these guys on the field at the same so time? Excited so excited for, for the Puna Ford game to actually happen. It's going to happen this week. My gut is telling me. That's that's when Master Stroke is at his best. But when the Bills are good and Master Stroke is predicting exact scores and, and win like, no, we don't need you in here. We don't want somebody to come in here and be right all the time. Nobody cares when you're right. We only want to tell you when you're wrong. And then we will point and laugh at you, Masterstroke. But I do appreciate our buddy, Chris, Masterstroke, uh, reaching out to the uh, creator of DVOA to ask a question about the Bills offense. Because he probably, I know, I know Masterstroke. He probably looked, as soon as the DVOA numbers came out, he probably looked at them and said, oh my God, with the Bills, they're still number two DVOA offense. How? How could this be? He's perplexed. Mm. We're all perplexed. I don't know. I think this is a sleight of hand by by Sean McDermott. I think Sean McDermott is is using complimentary football as a an excuse and a reason to get people to not pay attention to how bad the defense has been. There you go. That's the issue. It's a slow news day in the NFL. If uh, my timeline is blowing up with this news, uh, this note from Schefter that now juniors can play in the Senior Bowl. Okay, do we rename it then? What's going on here with this? <laughs> junior Senior was, uh, where were they? They were a band. Alternative? Electronic? Junior? The Junior Senior Bowl? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. over my head. That um, all right, well, before Gene's, before we go over Gene's head again, PJ Glasser, the host of BetQL's Send It In, stops by next. We'll get some winners. I've got one for him. I've got one for him. Okay. The Baltimore accent's going to come out. Yeah, like I texted him today. I'm like, that was so great, PJ, that the Bills lost to Joe, Joe Burrow. Burrow. Joe Burrow. I've got one for him. We're, we're going to get to uh, PJ next here in the sports bar. Danger and Bataglia on the fan Rochester. Odyssey has sports for every fan. Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey. The- Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. 
It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Fan Rochester Sports Update. Buffalo Bills players are off today. Practice resuming tomorrow as the Bills get ready for Monday night football against the Denver Broncos. Steve Tasker today on One Bills Live says this Bills team, they still have it in them. I believe the guys in the in the locker room and on the roster right now are good enough to beat anybody. But it's not like these guys lack the ability to win any game they get into. I think they can. They just are not hitting on all cylinders. And some of it's Josh, but some of it's not. And you're just not playing their best football right now. We'll talk some Week 10 NFL and look ahead to college football as well. P.J. Glasser, host of Send It In on the BeckQL Network. He'll be joining us next year in the Sports Bar. There are 14 games in the NBA tonight, including rookie Victor Wembanyama at MSG against the Knicks. St. John Fisher basketball here tonight. Hobart is the opponent. Our coverage begins at 7 o'clock. Gene Battaglia, the fan Rochester. Straight up with no chaser. You're in the sports bar with Danger and Battaglia on the Sports Leader 95.7 FM and AM 950 The Fan, Rochester. He is the host of Send It In and Odyssey Sports betting insider PJ Glasser. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all of the latest lines today on the BetMGM at PJ. As always, we're excited to have you on here on the Sports Bar. We can't wait to talk some NFL, some college uh, football, maybe even some college hoops. And, and I know tonight in the NBA, there's a game that I'm paying attention to because the Knicks are on the court tonight, Gino. And, you they know, we are. like to kind of pay attention to what's going on with the Knicks. And, man, there, there's one player uh, that the Knicks have that, that really has kind of like caught my eye. And every time he's on the court, he really catches my eye. And, PJ, maybe you can help me out because I remember him from uh, his time when he won the national championship as a, as a wildcat uh, for Villanova back in uh, 2016 and 2018. And, and now, you know, he's, he's carved himself a nice little job as a, a nice little role player job for, for the Knicks shooting guard. And, and his name is, is, I know it's Dante something Dante. Help me out. PJ, yeah. do you know who I'm talking about? I do, Danger. This is a good one. Dante DiVincenzo. Really? That was that was a really good one. Thank you. Thank you, PJ. Uh, all right, let's start with uh, some college football. It's also PJ season here. Like, like when we get into college basketball, I'm like, okay, this is oh, our yeah. guy and everything else. At the, yeah, college football. Um, this is finally the time where Penn State rises up and beats an opponent we all want him to beat. Anybody that's not a Michigan fan, PJ? Uh, I, I don't think so, Gene. I don't think it's this week, but I like them in the first half. Guys, I think this game is going to be very reminiscent to when Penn State played Ohio State last year. And they were up in the first half. They kind of made it ugly. They forced some turnovers. They were winning going into the fourth quarter. And then Ohio State just breaks a big play on offense. They force some turnovers. And next thing you know, they win by double digits. And I kind of fear that this game is going to be the same way. I think Penn State comes out, plays really well early because Michigan hasn't played anybody up to this point. We know that's a really tough place to play in Happy Valley. So I like Penn State first half, but I do think Michigan wins the game. I'd probably take a minus four and a half for the game 
as well. Uh, Bama, Kentucky. Bama just keeps winning games and, and continues to kind of be in the conversation here. Talk about their matchup here against the Wildcats. Love the under, guys. It's opened as high as 48.5. It's down to 47.5 now, which tells me that I'm kind of on the right track. When Bama used to play LSU, guys, the week after would always be the Mississippi State game. When they were in their dynasty run in the mid-2010s and they had all those dominant teams, there was like a five-year stretch the week after the LSU game where they, only, where they didn't score a point in the first quarter for like five years. And I kind of think that this might be the same type of game, right? Night game against LSU, huge win. You have control of the SEC West. Now you got to go on the road, play an 11 a.m. local kick game against Kentucky with a pretty good defense. So I think it's going to be ugly and sloppy early. And then, guys, Bama's defense in the second half this season has been spectacular. They gave up seven second-half points to LSU, zero to Tennessee, three to Ole Miss, and six to Texas A&M. They've only given up two touchdowns in those four games in the second half. So I think you combine a slow Bama offense in the first half with their dominant second-half defense. Love under 47 and a half in this game. What what a wild game we had last week, PJ, where Ole Miss, now they're eight and one, but my gosh, they need a touchdown under two minutes and they need a field goal attempt by AM falling short, and there's no overtime. So Ole Miss survives and they get Georgia this week. So and do we expect more out of Georgia here? How do you see this one playing out? Do you see like Ole Miss here perhaps rising up against Georgia, or does Georgia take care of business, PJ? Yeah, Gene, I think I finally have Georgia figured out. I feel like the games when we all think they're going to just roll over an opponent, right? South Carolina earlier in the year, Auburn earlier in the year. I think people, myself included, thought they would kind of handle their business against Mizzou. Those games have ended up being closer than we kind of all thought they would be. And then when they played like Kentucky or they played Florida coming out of their bye without Brock Bowers, Everybody thought, oh, maybe Georgia, maybe they're on upset alert this week. Maybe these teams can keep it close with them, and Georgia ends up blowing those teams out. So I think coming into this week with how Missouri played, Ole Miss is playing good football. They're 8-1. and one. The spread's only 10.5. I think a lot of people might be expecting Ole Miss to hang around and keep this game close. I think Georgia rolls them this week, fellas, so I'd lay the points with the Bulldogs. What about uh, what about those uh, Tigers, Missouri? We, we talked about how they looked, uh, and, and now they get uh, Tennessee uh, this weekend at home. What's your take on UT and Mizzou? Yeah, this is an interesting game, right? Number 13 versus number 14 in the country. The game is in Columbia. Tennessee's favored, minus 120. I think the line is kind of indicating who the right side probably is in the game with Tennessee because Missouri did look impressive against Georgia to keep that game close. They're at home. They played LSU at home pretty tough earlier in the year. So I think a lot of people are going to like Missouri in this spot at home. Georgia's one of those teams, though, guys, like to turn around after Georgia and play another good team. If you're Missouri, you know, I just don't know if they're built that way to handle two physical games like that in a row. Tennessee just came off of playing UConn, so they're rested, they're fresh, they're ready to go. I uh, I like Tennessee in this game. I think it's going to be close. I think live betting this game is a good way to go also. I think it's going to be a one score, so if you get like a plus seven and a half either way, I think that's a good bet, but I like the balls in this game. PJ Glasser, your host of Send It In on the BetQL Network, is our guest. As we look at the NFL and PJ Humblebrag, we are still alive in our Survivor football, but uh, very nice, very nice. But now, as you know, it gets difficult. We can't take the Cowboys. There's some other layups, so we settled in on this game, Cincinnati. And here's the one thing that I'm just kind of curious about: the line for this game. Uh, what I'm looking at here on BetQL, it started at eight and a half. It's now Houston. I uh, still getting seven points, and that's almost like. They're inviting you to come in and say, hey, put your money on Houston. Did you see that offense last week? This is going to be – take the seven points. PJ, to me, this looks like a trap. So am I right or am I really going to be sweating coming up here, coming up on Sunday? I think you're going to be sweating, Gene, with Cincinnati. I think you're going to be sweating. Look, I, I like your where you're thinking, and you, know, you want to fade C.J. Stroud off of a performance like that because – that's arguably the greatest game we've ever seen a rookie quarterback play last week against Tampa. He was insane. 
What I always go back to with the NFL when I'm betting games, I think the number one thing I prioritize more than any other is spots in the NFL. That's the number one thing. And I look at this Bengals team who had to play Cincinnati, or excuse me, had to play San Francisco, Buffalo, and then they have the Ravens upcoming this Thursday, right? Are they really going to get up for four games in a row? Are we truly going to get their best effort for four games in a row, because you know they wanted that game last week. They wanted that game in San Francisco and Baltimore. It's going to be one of the biggest games of their entire season on Thursday. So I really worry about the spot for Cincinnati. I like Texans plus seven. Niners, uh, one of those teams that the Bengals uh, dispatched of a couple of weeks ago. They're coming fresh off of their bye. They might get Debo Samuel back. Which way are you leaning in Niners-Jags this Sunday, PJ? Yeah, Danger, I like the Niners, and for exactly what you said, their bye could not have come at a better time. They dropped three in a row. Now they get to kind of refocus, and they start to get a little bit healthy. Hopefully Debo's back. Hopefully Trent Williams is back as well. Look, Jacksonville is 6-2. and two. We all expected them to be a playoff team this season. We all expected them to win that division. Obviously, with the way Lawrence and that team came around the second half of the season, we thought they could be good. But they're 6-2. and two. You look at their wins. They beat the Falcons. They beat the Colts. They beat the Steelers, who's not really good. You know, we've seen them really play one good team this season, and that was the Chiefs. And they really struggled in that game against a good defense. Now they're going up against another good team and a good defense and a Niners team who's pissed off, right? I mean, we all thought they might go undefeated this season, let alone win that division. And now all of a sudden they're tied with Seattle at 5-3. and three. So, I like that we're getting the Niners at the flat three. I think they win this game by a touchdown. I like San Francisco. PJ, uh, Detroit and the L.A. Chargers. So the Chargers, you know, they did what they had to do. They get beat the Jets. Okay. Uh, the Lions are coming off a bye, and the Lions are actually giving three on the road. And I, I'm not sure how much of SoFi Stadium will uh, be filled up with Lions fans. I know there will certainly be a good number, but are the Lions sharp enough at this point here, PJ, to cover the three? They are, guys, and at three, I like them. If it gets to three and a half, that's when I maybe would start to pass on the game, if not even lean towards the Chargers. This opened up at Lions minus one and a half and minus 120 on the money line. Jumped on it immediately because I knew this would go up. Lions are coming off of a bye week, and they're still one of the best teams in football against the spread. It was at two and a half this morning. Now, like you said, Gene, it's at three. So at three, I still think it's good. Anything three or below, I would take Detroit. I'm still not a believer in the Chargers. I think the Lions will be able to combat their pass rush at the line of scrimmage. And it's Jared Goff in a dome, which you have to love. So I think their offense will be good. Montgomery could be back in this game as well. So... I, uh, I like Detroit minus the three. As long as it stays at three, I like the line. All right, so you're a guy that, that looks at spots in the NFL, and, and I like a good narrative like anybody does in the NFL. The Jets' offense looks terrible, and all of a sudden mm-hmm. the Raiders show up, and Pierce has these guys running through walls and playing out of their minds, although they, they're still going to be trotting out uh, you know an unproven rookie. Uh, the Raiders coming off a big win. The Jets coming off a disappointing loss. The Raiders at home. Which direction are you leaning in Jets Raiders, PJ. Yeah, I'm leaning with the Jets, Danger, and I had a feeling you would think I would go that way. You set me up nicely, but that's exactly what it is, right? I mean, the Raiders now with Antonio Pierce, you could just see in that game against the Giants how fired up they were, how ready they were to play. I think that game was a little bit more indicative of Tommy DeVito and how terrible he is. I think if Daniel Jones plays that whole game, it's a lot closer than 30-6, to but This game is really all about the Jets, and we're getting them in a good buy-low opportunity because they were a public dog going into Monday Night Football against the Chargers. You know, the Monday Night Countdown crew, all four of them picked the Jets to win, and they're three-and-a-half-point dogs. And I'm like, "That's, that's not good, right? So the Jets were a public dog. Everybody who bet them last week is so fed up with Zach Wilson. They're so done with them. They don't want to bet them anymore. But you have to remember, the best unit on the field in this game, by far, is that Jets defense. As long as Wilson just protects the football somewhat, I'll still take my chances with Aiden O'Connell against that Jets defense. So I like the Jets this week. I'm so mad at myself 
I really overthought it. I really you didn't did. have to go with a deep pull. I could have just asked PJ right at the beginning of our conversation, man, I'm excited for the Giants and this new page that they're turning in their <laughs> offense with their quarterback, the guy that used to play for Syracuse back in the day. What was his name? Tommy what, PJ? Oh, Tommy DeVito. So bad. by our guy, Dino Babers. Yes. It's a shame. Guys, it's a shame the Bills already played the Giants. That would have been a nice one. (laughs) (laughs) PJ, this is rich, by the way, PJ. Us here in Western New York with our accents, you know, having fun with the Maryland (laughs) accent. Uh, PJ, as far as uh, college basketball, you were an expert in this area. And this time of year, all right, I, I feel like I don't know anything in college basketball. But if we want to play tonight, do you got any recommendations for us on the college hardwood? I do, guys. I got two games that I like. They're both at the uh, Barstool Classic out in Chicago. You got two games with four teams. First one tipping off FAU and Loyola Chicago. We obviously all remember FAU made it to the Final Four. They were second away from going to the national championship team. They game, they come in, number 10 team in the country. They return just about everybody from last year. So they're going to be really, really good. But I like the first half under in this game. It's 67 and a half because Loyola Chicago is going to want to slow this game down and they're going to want to shorten it. They're going to want to chew the shot clock and use the full 30. And FAU doesn't mind playing in that game. They obviously rotate and shuffle in a bunch of different players. They go about 9 or 10 deep, but they're a very good defensive team. So I like the under first half in that game. And then I like the full game under in Arizona State and Mississippi State at 129 and a half. Mississippi State's missing two of their better players, including one of the best players in the SEC, Tolu Smith. He's not going to be available. Chris Jans' teams... When you go back to New Mexico State, now Mississippi State, defensive-minded. They love playing games in the 50s and 60s. They shot 26% from three-point range last year, guys. Like, they can't shoot at all. And they're playing Arizona State, who ranked 135th in tempo last season. So this is going to be a game where both teams want to play slow. They both rely on their defense. And they both can't shoot very well either. So I like the full game under an ASU in this state. And, and PJ, back to that Florida Atlantic Loyola Chicago game. I just see the the spread at minus six and a half. For everything you said about Florida Atlantic, I, I'm not sure how good Loyola Chicago is going to be this year. But minus six and a half that feels like that feels like an easy spread to cover, doesn't it? I, it does. I just worry that again, the game is in Chicago, right? So even though it's technically a neutral site game, it will be a big Loyola contingency. And this early season games, I mean, you just never know, right? Like we saw James Madison beat Michigan State, and Michigan State might end up winning the national championship. <laughs> but is those teams, as we know, he doesn't care what they do in November, December. He just wants them playing their best in February and March. So, yes, Danger, I would agree with you. I mean, you look at the game, and on paper, FAU should cover that spread with ease. But first game of the year, so much hype coming in on FAU and what they did last year. And with this being pretty much a home game for Loyola being in downtown Chicago, I just, I worry about that number. So I would just rather go with the first half under uh, PJ, a lot of action tonight, 14 games in the NBA. This is what happens when they take election day off. Everybody's playing tonight. Um, is there anything that uh, is standing out to you here tonight in the NBA? Yeah, guys, couple plays. I like Embiid over 29.5 points tonight against the Celtics. That's a big game in Philly, right? Both teams 5-1. and one. And it feels like the Sixers are the little brother in that, in that kind of rivalry between those teams. And I think early season game like that, Embiid's going to want to take it upon himself to play pretty well. No more Robert Williams, obviously, for Boston either. So I think that helps. I like Embiid over 29.5 points. And then I'll also take the over in Wizards and Hornets tonight at 239 and a half. Guys, obviously being in the D.C., Maryland area, I kind of keep my eye on the Wizards. You might as well just call them the Wizards. They don't play any defense at all, not a lick. So the Hornets will be able to score with ease, and the Wizards can score as well. So we'll take the over in that game. PJ, tell everybody about your show. Send it in on the BetQL Network where we can get more of your great analysis. Yeah, guys, 1 to 1.30 p.m. Eastern time on the BeckQL Network. Interactive show for Send It In. And 
talk a little bit of everything. Like you guys said, it's November is a great, great sports month. You got a little bit of everything going on. We break it down just about each and every day. So uh, tune into Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram, all the different ways that you can find us uh, 1 to 1.30 p.m. Eastern time every and, weekday. And, and I'm 2-0 and going on PJ's show. This one was on Sunday, as you guys do a great job on Sundays. Uh, Picked against the Bills wasn't that hard, right, PJ? Like you guys weren't. You guys were like we didn't even go near that game, uh, Bills Broncos this week. No, yeah, I I don't want to touch it. I don't want to touch it either, guys. I mean, I I don't know how you can lay seven and a half points with this Bills team right now. And the Broncos obviously have some momentum coming off that win against the Chiefs. They're well rested with the bye week, so. I got to know, guys, are people panicking right now with the Bills? Like, oh, are they still holding for out sure. for optimism? Yes, yes for yes. sure. The sky is falling. I mean, we, we yeah. just spent the last half hour, PJ, before we had you on, talking about the fact that, according to the DVOA metric, the Bills' offense is actually ranked number two in the wow. NFL. So our eyes are telling us one thing. The metrics are saying a completely other thing. And then the coach is talking about how they need to play complimentary football because the defense is so banged up and you got to keep them off the field as much as possible. Everybody's, everybody's in a tailspin. We're, we're completely in a blender. I mean, with the way those first two drives went in that Sunday night game, you thought the Bengals were going to score 40 and then the defense actually settled in pretty well. And, like you said, Allen in the offense just couldn't get anything going. But yeah, guys, I just I don't want to touch the Bills this week. I don't really want to bet them moving forward. They're just kind of going through one of these ruts. They're so talented, and you figure that eventually they'll probably get out of it. But uh, not a team I would want to bet right now. Yeah, maybe PJ, the team I want to bet or the player. I'll take the 16 and a half points with Tommy DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. DeVito, DiVincenzo. I mean, that was good stuff, guys. PJ, you're the best. Thanks for humoring yeah. us. Appreciate your insight as always. Let's get some winners this week. What do you say? Always a pleasure, fellas. Thanks for having me. Got it. Thank Talk you. to you next week. PJ Glasser, the host of BeckQL, send it in. Stopping by the sports bar as he does every Wednesday afternoon. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all of the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. It's funny. The way I was kind of, when I went on their show Sunday, P, Danger, like, PJ's co-host like l- sets up the Bills question like this. Well, all along, I've been saying I think the Bills are frauds and you know, all that. You know, okay, like I'm not going to agree with you on that because... If you win your division, are you really a fraud? I don't know. I mean, we're still to be determined, but yeah, you're going in, you're playing a team that's hot right now. So, so you're yeah. fraud. The, the team that has won the division and is still, you know, going to compete for the division this year down the stretch, or the team that can't beat a team with a winning record. If there's a fraud in the AFC East, it's not the Bills, it's the Dolphins. Correct. Yes. Correct. That's a fraud. Um, appreciate PJ stopping by as he does every Wednesday at this time and giving us his favorite plays in football, college and pro, also in basketball, college and pro. And, and you know, throughout the course of the season, it's just so much fun. There's so much going on. And if you got a little skin in the game, it just makes it a little bit more fun, a little bit more enjoyable. Yeah, it's, uh, it is still like, I know October, that one week when we had the World Series and everything, but now that we get college basketball kind of going in and, to me, college basketball is difficult right now. You want to watch and you want to play action. And, like, who's good? With a portal right now, nobody knows anything. But yeah. that's why you got to lean on guys like PJ here. Uh, we're going to take a break and come back with I'll Drink to That. We've got some takes on tap next in the sports bar. Did you see or did you hear this story about Josh McDaniels? No, I'm not talking about the one where he waved his finger at Antonio Pierce and said, don't talk about the Patriots that way. And that led to his firing. I'm talking about what happened after the firing. I mean, like, this is like a human interest story. Don't humanize Josh McDaniels. Well, okay. (laughs) But I have a take on this, and maybe, you know, and I'm not going to try to virtue signal here or anything, but I not not the way I would handle this. And yes, I have an announcing snobbery take. One guy is not hanging it up. I don't know if he's ever going to hang it up. Play by play? Yeah. Okay. Um, speaking of play by play or, or how we consume our favorite sports, I've got a take on the Manning cast. A little bit of news has emerged from the Manning cast. It's not great news. I'll explain what's going on 
and why this might actually be happening. That's coming up next with I'll Drink to That. Some takes on tap here in the sports bar. Danger and Bataglia on the fan Rochester. You know, as the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. FanDuel Sportsbook, official partner of 95.7 The Fan. It's me, Mike Danger, and right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's 150 bucks if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is super easy to use. I mean, if I can use it, anybody can. There's a wide range of betting options, everything from spreads to player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash Mike and join me. FanDuel.com slash M-I-K-E to kick off the NFL season on FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus and physically present in New York first online real money wager only $5 pregame money line wager required $10 first deposit required bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt see terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com for help with a gambling problem call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 Odyssey has sports for every fan keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts A-U-D-A-C-Y Odyssey Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 